Good afternoon. It's a lovely sunny afternoon in the UK at the moment. And I wanted to share some thoughts about the negative power of social media. An idea that I doubt will surprise many people. Since the coronavirus epidemic hit, I've been really quite shocked by a lot of what I've seen on social media. And at my age, I'm surprised that I was shocked, to be absolutely honest. But to me, what I've seen, what I've read, what I've seen people say to each other has become quite crucial to our mental health and well-being. And I will admit, I could see if I continued to be on social media to the depth that I used to be on it, that it would, in fact, affect my mental health. I was starting to feel physically sick, if not physically punched, by some of the things I was reading. One of the things that I find the hardest to bear is when people comment on the lockdown and they say that the sheep are doing as they're told. I don't know whether people realise that if they have an alternate belief, that belief is probably driven by things they've read the ideas of others that have felt right to them. So they are in fact following too. And I find that kind of double standard very, very difficult to bear. Just because somebody doesn't believe in the lockdown, that's fine. I have no problem with it and I really don't. I didn't know whether I believed in the lockdown or not, but looking at the precedent in China, in Italy, in Spain and in France before us, it seemed like the best idea that anyone had. At no point did I feel that my human rights had been taken away, my freedom had been removed. All the things that I've read on Facebook, on Twitter, in fact I left Twitter, I made a free choice to do as I was told. Had I not, I could have got in my car and gone out, accepted the fines and got on with it. But the more I've read on social media, the attacking, the attacking, the attacking people who don't agree with you, using quite unpleasant language, the more I've concluded that it's something we need to seriously reflect upon if we want to be happy. I follow a gentleman called Joe Dispenza, and in his meditation, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, and the second part of that meditation is Water Rising, he says that when you have any thought or allow anything into your life that basically makes you feel ill, he says, that's not loving to you. And those words really resonate with me. It isn't about whether another person is wrong or right. It's about whether what you're doing is loving to you. And that is so critical. Because the only person who can look after your inner world, the only person who can look after your mind, the only person who can look after your overall well-being is you. Now, we live in a culture where people tend to go to a doctor if they feel that mentally they're not as they want to be. And not. again, I never criticise what anyone else does. And I, in fact, went to a doctor myself. But I'd like to get 
people thinking before they get to the point of that doctor. And because for a start, it'll help the medical profession. If we were more discerning about what we put up with, not in a judgmental way, not that person is wrong and I am, of course, absolutely right. I mean, I'm just so wonderful, I can barely bear myself. In a way of, did that hurt me? It doesn't matter what the other person was intending when they said it. There's a distinct possibility we can read things wrongly. But just a step back and a thought. Did that hurt me? Has it made me uncomfortable? Do I feel physically sick or assaulted having read that? And then just stopping. Shut the computer down, shut your phone down, step back and go, would it be loving to me to allow this into my life? Think about it another way. If you have children, you love them dearly, normally. And most parents would do anything, anything, anything to stop someone hurting their children. The best way to stop those children being hurt is to teach them it's not sensible, it isn't wise, it isn't loving to you to allow people to hurt you. That's the best way. If you say to them, I actually came off social media because I found that a lot of people were very unkind I didn't quite understand what was going on, but it was just uncomfortable for me to be there. So when people say unkind things to you, have a little think about, is it uncomfortable for you to be with them? And if you feel it is, it's okay to say that you won't. You don't have to be nasty to them. You don't have to tell anyone what they've done wrong. You can just think, I'll play with someone else. I'll go and do something else. And I think one of the basic fault lines in our society is the idea that we have to do something about everything that isn't working. And that's one that's tripped me up, I would say, for a good two thirds of my life. Actually, we don't have to do anything about anything that isn't working. We don't have to explain. We don't have to try and reach out. We don't have to do a thing. We can just quietly say no. And if you meet the person in two or three years time and they say, why did you disappear? You just say, I just wasn't comfortable. And you hadn't done anything wrong. I couldn't figure it out. So I just quietly walked away. Remember, you don't have to solve everything. You can't solve everything. And no amount of explanation means squat to a person who will not listen. One of the things you see on Facebook is my opinion, your opinion, my opinion, your opinion, my opinion, your opinion. Just a whole thread where no one is meeting in the middle. Everybody's just repeating what they believe to be true. And I have to say that one of my main conclusions, both as a history graduate and um, through this period of the coronavirus is, there is no truth. People don't believe what they're told, whether it's right or wrong, if it doesn't suit what they're hearing. 
They can like a person one minute, hate them the next. They can support our prime minister because he's virtually dying and hate him again two weeks later. There is no real truth anywhere. There is only what people believe to be right. And that means there are possibly six billion different truths on this planet. And you might disagree. But think of it this way. Scientists, the people that test and research and test and research before they come to their conclusions, can completely and utterly disagree about exactly the same thing. So do please think about social media. Think about what it's doing to you. Think about if it's right to you, for you, I apologise. And if it isn't, don't be afraid to step away. Just ask yourself one question. How many true friends have you made on social media? Friends who want to come and see you. Friends who want to get together. Friends who want a coffee. Just ask. And those people will still be in your life. But for goodness sake, remember that saying, is this loving to me? Just a few thoughts. Take care. Bye.